Greetings, Rant Gang. This is Gordon. As I record this, we've just put to bed the next issue of our printed edition, which will be available on Tuesday, August 3rd. As usual, you'll be able to find it anywhere free rants are sold. We tried and failed this week to get the whole gang together for the podcast, but I was able to interview the Accidentals from Traverse City, Michigan several days ago. The Accidentals are one of the many talented bands and artists who are going to be performing at downtown Sanford's Carolina Indie Fest in September. We're going to keep interviewing these performers each week as the festival gets closer, so keep tuning back in. We promise to be back at full strength next week. We love each and every one of you and deeply wish you the very, very best. Thank you for listening. single from the Accidentals upcoming album Vessel. The Accidentals are from Traverse City, Michigan and will be performing at Carolina Indie Fest in downtown Sanford on September 18th and 19th. Burden. More were coming unannounced 
this week are the accidentals from traverse city michigan who will be performing at carolina indie fest on september i don't know if you guys are performing the 18th or the 19th but the festival is the 18th and the 19th in downtown sanford and you guys were one of the um one of the earlier bands announced and when i looked you up i was pretty impressed with all of your accomplishments and um the places you've played the amount of records you've put out the people you've collaborated with it's all I mean it's all very pro level stuff so why don't you just tell us a little bit about you know how you guys got started and and what you've been doing the last few years thanks so much well first off we are so excited to come back to uh North Carolina it's like one of our favorite places to tour and awesome um we've been on the road for like you know about about six straight years touring um although you know COVID obviously changed that a bit, but we met through our public high school orchestra program in 2011. So Sav and I started as a duo and bonded over alternative strings. Uh, she played violin and orchestra and I played cello. And then very quickly we picked up like guitar and bass and mandolin and electric guitar and added that to the mix and um, added our drummer Michael to the mix um, a few years after we started. And yeah. Is this both your guys' first band? Uh, only bands, pretty much. Whoa, yeah. Awesome. 
Sarah Griffin awesome. are in her family's band technically, which yeah. I thought was so cool. Like my first gig was gigging with her family band, but now we've really grown up together pretty much through this band. That's pretty awesome. Um, one of the things I noticed in the tracks that you sent me, and I listened to some other stuff as well, is uh, and you you referenced it the um, alternative strings. There's only three of you, but I hear a lot of instruments. So. How does, how does it work? Do you write a song and then see which instrument is going to fit it best? Or is it, I came up with this idea on this instrument, so that's where it's going? Or, or how does it work? Yeah, uh, Kate and I play around, um, I want to say, 10 or so instruments. Anything with strings, really. So, you know, there's a lot of options to work with in the initial idea process. But, you know, sometimes, like lately, I'll write a song on mandolin and then bring it to the table and we'll we'll kind of arrange it as a three-piece. That's the typical Mm -hmm. um kind of working process for a song um and then lately we've been producing our own music and engineering um the sessions that go into recording it so a lot of the songs on our next upcoming album vessel are ones that we recorded in quarantine and right. some of them we recorded with john congleton and tucker martin our dream producers so we're really excited about this upcoming record when is that record out october october okay excellent yeah. so so people coming to see you um will I'm, will you guys will be playing a lot of the, the songs off this new record? Yeah, for sure. We've been dropping singles. Uh, our song Go Getter is our first single off that record, and we're dropping mm -hmm. another one really soon. Yeah, Go Getter is one of the ones that uh, that you guys sent, and I'm probably going to play that one as the lead in and play the other one after the interview. But um, Go Getter in particular, it showed me that you guys have a real range um, because you know, it was, is it mandolin or is, yeah, yeah okay, but there's mandolin and octave mandolin as well. Yeah, and then when you hit that chorus, it goes into this, like, halftime thing that's very rock oriented, so it was, it was a lot of different sounds coming together, and I just, I thought that was really cool. Um, what types of, what types of artists, I mean, you could ask any musician your influences, but what are some of the things you guys are drawing from uh, right now as you, as you write and, and record? man um there's a lot of them uh, <laughs> lately we've been doing a lot of um you know female independent kind of indie rock artists uh True. such as phoebe bridgers kate davis um katie kirby you know there's a lot of influence from them and ohm is also another female fronted band yeah. that's doing really interesting music right before um right before the pandemic too we were doing and actually through it we started a youtube series um of covers of our favorite female okay. artists so i think that too like we did like at least 20 different covers right before we started recording and so i think that also helped influence a lot of the um of the arrangements and the style like brandy carlisle and courtney barnett um so if we you, were listening to a lot of that if you pull up the youtube playlist called play your paragon you'll find all of our influences in every cover that we do <laughs> okay true. awesome and that's got to be a lot of fun especially with the amount of instruments that you guys have access to just through what you're able to play to take an existing song and, and maybe rethink it on a different instrument. Is that, is that a lot of what you did? Yeah, it's really, yeah. really fun. We just did one. There's this artist named Caroline Rose and uh, who we like literally just ran into at a taco shop in Texas. And uh, she does uh, very much like psychedelic sort of Americana music. And we were like, Hey, we just covered your song on electric violin, like electric cello and drums. She was like, that sounds sweet. Like I want to hear it. So we like doing the twists with the different instruments. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. You, um, you mentioned, um, being excited to come back to North Carolina. What has, what has been your experience here? Like where have you played and, and, and that sort of thing? 
Well, we've played in Asheville and Charlotte and um, a couple of other places. Yeah. Um, we uh, we actually recorded there as well. We um, we were there for our 2017 album, Odyssey, and we mm-hmm. recorded uh, Echo Mountain in Asheville. Um, okay. So we spent a lot of time in the area, um, you know, just hanging out, like getting to know people and shopping and going to all the instrument stores. And... My parents are pretty sure they want to live there one day. So, yeah, yeah it is <laughs> yeah. gorgeous. It's it absolutely really beautiful. It really is. Um, so your last full length was um, 2017? Our last uh, f- official full length we did with Sony Masterworks in 2017 called Odyssey. And then we put out um, a couple of things since then. We've dropped mm-hmm. some singles. We put out a live record. And we also self-engineered, produced, and performed an EP called Time Out, which we dropped in May of this year. Okay. And that's a collection of co-writes that we did with Kim Ritchie, Dar Williams, Maya Sharp, Tom Paxton, Marie Gaucher, and Jamie Harris. Awesome. So, yeah. You, you mentioned co-writes, and I, I did catch that there is a lot of collaboration for you guys with lots of different types of artists. Is that something intentional, or is it just something that you keep having an opportunity to do? So, like, why not collaborate with somebody else and see what happens? I think the nature of the industry is that you just keep running into people over and over again, and eventually you make friends with them, and um, you know, right. like one of the most serendipitous things that happened during quarantine is like, you know, everybody picked up a different skill set. Like some people learned how to make sourdough bread and other people right. planted gardens. And uh, we wrote a 40 page manual on how to live stream, which started <laughs> making the rounds. And um, that introduced us to a lot of venues and a lot of other musicians who were also trying to work up live streaming during that time. And so you know, we met Kim Ritchie that way and we are able to play shows with her this year and we've still been writing together and same same situation with a lot of the other artists that we got introduced to this year, such as Tom Paxton. Um, so, you know, it's kind of the nature of the industry to run into each other, but also there's a bit of serendipity to it as well. How how important was that coming up with that live stream manual? How important was that to, to kind of surviving, you know, the pandemic for as a musician? It got, it, it helped us through a lot. Honestly, it started as a way for us to keep track of what not to do um, right. in live streaming. Cause it, it's not, there hadn't been really a compiled list of things to do for every single platform, you know, including Zoom and OBS and all the stuff. And so this was a good to-do list for us. And I posted it to my Facebook and overnight, it just kind of blew up. And, um, you know, pretty soon we were doing panels on behalf of the Recording Academy and the Grammys and consulting venues. So it really did tie us in even more than we could have ever expected from a time of isolation. Like it really just, it was, uh, it was, it got us through some, some harder times. Right. Right. And you guys are from um, Traverse city, Michigan, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. What, what is Traverse city like? Traverse city is, uh, well, Michigan as a whole, I think is becoming really well known for its music community right now. Um, Mm -hmm. And Traverse city is this beautiful, tourist town that like doubles in size in the summertime and then right. in the winter time it's just like a tundra basically of, of lake effect snow right um so yeah traverse city has mostly been our our home base i mean it's always where we've come back to you even though Sav and i uh oh yeah well there's this awesome ice cream store that we come back to so we can eat moomers right. ice cream <laughs> but uh we've also been splitting our time in nashville too okay so getting a 2020 uh, we moved all of our stuff down to Nashville um, and we're there for about two months picking up some session work and co-writes. And then uh, we quickly moved back during the pandemic um, just to be with family because we right. weren't sure how long we were going to be off the road. So 
uh, yeah, we basically split our time now between Michigan and Nashville. And I mean, this is probably sort of a dumb question because we're talking about you guys coming here for a concert in just uh, less than two months, but uh, you're back on the road now, or is that uh, about to be happening shortly? Yeah, we're about seven shows in. Uh, we just did a concert called Together Again Benefit Concert um, in Austin, Texas with Sarah Jarose, Sean Colvin, and John Leventhal, which yeah. was Ooh. absolutely legendary. It was super fun. Um, so that happened, and we're about to do a couple of Michigan shows and then start making our way down to North Carolina and doing a big East Coast tour. Awesome. Awesome. So is the... Um is the Indie Fest show that's that's happening here, is it kind of smack dab in the middle of the of, of the tour for you guys? Yeah, it's actually right before a big tour with Sawyer Fredericks, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we are, um, like, that is kind of wrapping up most of our, like, summer uh, festival plays. And then starting this fall, we are going to support the new album, Vessel, with a, a really big stage show with, like, a fourth member, and also co-headlining with Sawyer Fredericks from The Voice, who's a really good friend of ours. So that okay. tour will be like like pretty much two straight months of touring. So uh, awesome. Yeah. Until then, we're um, really enjoying like finally playing some of the Time Out songs live, previewing Vessel, like going back and, and hitting like all of our favorite songs that we put out. And um, just getting back into live shows has been a really good experience so far. Tell me a little bit about the live show. Do you are there trade offs and because you play so many different instruments, um, do you have to have a lot of um, support having instruments ready, or do you adapt songs for the live setting that may you know sound a little different or be performed on a different instrument, or is it just constantly changing? I mean, it'd be the dream to have somebody tune every <laughs> instrument before we pick it up. <laughs> yeah, but, exactly. Um, that, no, we're our own roadies right now. Um, right. And yeah, so we we typically write a set list in a way that helps have somebody stay on one instrument while another person picks up a different instrument, ETC. So, you know, it's it's very structured in that way. But, um, you know, we play about four instruments on either side of the stage. Um, I Currently in my live show setup, I have my mandolin, my bass, my acoustic guitar, and my electric violin. And you got your electric... Got, you, you go. Yeah, for, yeah. acoustic guitar, uh, two acoustic guitars now because we just <laughs> mess around with weird tunings and an electric guitar and I like... I just bought a new uh, five-string electric cello, um, wow. and then some songs I'm playing bass, and then uh, Michael's got like a full, full-on drum set Big and drum kit. singing. And so, luckily, we have an amazing sound engineer who travels with us, and he's pretty yeah. much like a, a part of the band at this point because there's so much going on on stage. And sometimes, like Sav will like pick up an instrument in the middle of a song and like oh, switch yeah. from bass to violin. And oh, so that's yeah. part of the yeah. reason. Um, We've really like learned to adapt a lot of the arrangements and sometimes we switch them up like between tours, but uh, it's going to be fun having a fourth member this fall to really like uh, show a little bit more of what the album arrangements sound like. Mm-hmm. It, do you feel like that um, could be a permanent thing going forward, expanding the band? I don't know about that yet. I think right now we're just kind of filling out the sound of what we've engineered and, um, you know, the trio will always be like who who we are um for that side project and then Mm -hmm. you know we also have the time out ep stuff which is also another side project that just features us as a duo so i think every iteration that we do has a time and a purpose and we can always go back to it but ultimately like the three of us are the accidentals okay excellent well um guys i'm gonna put another song at the end of this but I, i wanted to give you an opportunity to tell people who aren't familiar with you yet 
um, you know, where they can visit you online on social media, all that stuff. Yeah, you can check us out at theaccidentalsmusic.com. Uh, we're also on Facebook and Instagram. Just look for three um, really dorky people. Uh, one of us has red hair. The other one has, like, long red curly hair. You can't miss him. He looks like Weird Al Yankovic. Um, oh, yeah. And then there's me. So, yeah. And <laughs> yeah, we're also we're on Patreon, too. Yeah. Like, if anyone is interested in, like, uh, we do book clubs and album reviews and, like, D and D and all sorts of weird things. Oh, excellent, uh, excellent. Very active with our Patreon community too. It's real fun. Are you? Do you guys roll for initiative at band practice? Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> excellent, yeah. excellent. A little bit of nerd humor there.
That was Might As Well Be Gold by the Accidentals of Traverse City, Michigan. The Accidentals are performing at Carolina Indie Fest in downtown Sanford, September 18th and 19th. For more information about Carolina Indie Fest, visit www.facebook.com slash official Carolina Indie Fest.